Hey, how's it going? I'm Andy Jones and this is episode 118 of the Photography Side Hustle podcast. So this week I've been helping a photographer get their first bookings so they can build a portfolio. And they asked me if they could stop doing the marketing once they get going. I said, sure, if you don't want to get any new customers, just stop marketing. Because marketing is a constant part of your business. So I've made a list of things you need to keep new customers rolling in. The first thing you need to do is prioritize your marketing. You have to commit to marketing your business all year long. Without a marketing strategy, you're going to struggle to get any traction at all. It doesn't need to take up too much of your time, maybe an hour or two a month. But once it's set up, you should be good to go. After your first year, you're going to know what works and can make adjustments to whatever you need to make adjustments to. It just takes time. You don't know until you start doing it. Now, all marketing is, is showing people your work and convincing them to book you. So the very first thing you need to set up after your website, which is crucial, is a mailing list. I think this is the most important piece of your marketing puzzle. Having a list of customers that are interested in your services that you can email as often as you like is incredible. It's, it's a game changer. I'm sure you've given your email for a free download at some point. Your email is stored on a mailing list. Whoever took your email is storing it on a list. Now, companies like MailChimp, which is probably the most famous, and ConvertKit offer this service. Now, I use ConvertKit, which offers a free plan of up to a 1,000 people on your list. Now, I'm going to put a link to everything that I mention in the show notes, and I'll put the same links on the episode page at photographysidehustle.com forward slash 118. Now, everyone seems to go for MailChimp when they're starting out, but MailChimp offers so much, but once you get into the weeds, it is more expensive than most of them. And ConvertKit offers, I think, a lot more than MailChimp and all the other ones. And it, It's an excellent company to go with. So, to get people to sign up to your list, you need to offer them something in return. And that is, you're going to offer them some irresistible offers. And they are basically what they say they are. It's something that you offer to the potential customer that they, they need. At that moment, they need to see it and they need to have it. An irresistible offer could be offering a free 8x10 print if they sign up and then book you. Session fee discount if they book before a certain date. It might be reserve your wedding date for the following year and they're going to put their email in to get that or sign up to get all my special offers. That's my favorite one. Now you use these offers to get bookings and you also use them to add to your mailing list. If they don't book you straight away, you get more chances to show them why they need to book you by using your mailing list and sending emails to them. The next thing you want to do in your marketing is try and understand your customer's journey. Now, not everyone that visits your website is ready to book you right now. Some people start looking for a photographer months before the event takes place. Others leave it to the last minute and want you for the week after. To find out how urgent their need for a photographer is can be as simple as asking them a question. This is easier than you might imagine. So you could have a sign-up form with maybe three questions. They need to tick a box, one of the boxes, and it might say, 
I'll need a photographer within three months. I'll need a photographer within three to six months, or I'll need a photographer in six months plus. So they've got three options. So when they put their email address in, they have to click on one of these boxes. So when you're sending out an email offer for some mini sessions that are going to take place in one month and you're a portrait photographer, obviously mini sessions, you can decide to only send the offer to the people who need a photographer within three months. You could send it to all of them, but if they're not looking for someone for six months plus, you could annoy them by sending them something that's offering something this month. So you can use this to separate your, all your inquiries and be more accurate. Like knowing what people on the list want allows you to fine-tune your marketing to get better results. The next thing we're going to look at is go where your customers are. If the type of people that book you hang out in certain local Facebook groups, then that's where you should be hanging out. Now, I've mentioned this lots of times before in other podcast episodes. Don't turn up and start selling yourself. You just turn people off. You might even get thrown out of the group. The aim is to help people whenever possible. If someone in the group asks for a wedding photographer referral, send them a direct message and offer your services. But don't go into the group. Like, Don't put a comment under their inquiry in the group saying, I can take a mine. It doesn't work very well. You're better doing a direct message so it's only you and them that know about it. The best way to let people know that you're a photographer is to post a couple of photos and ask the group which they prefer. Say that you're getting these pictures ready for a client, which one do you think is the best option? And they're going to help you. People will help you. We all have this built-in urge to give people our opinion and help thinking that you're helping them. So ask for the help and you'll get it. If your photos are good, you're going to get inquiries. Once you've done that, you just go back to chatting in the group and helping people for a week or two, and then repeat again after a couple of weeks. You're gradually going to build up credibility as a photographer. They're going to see your work. They help you, so they're taking ownership of you a little bit. So give that one a try. Go where the people are. It might not be Facebook groups. It might be on a different forum. It might even be you know, in a local coffee shop, you don't know. You've got to figure out where your potential customers are. Another marketing technique is to create authority content. Now, this is content on your website that isn't about selling. It's content that helps visitors with problems that they're going through. An example could be a portrait photographer writing an article about the best session locations in the area or a wedding photographer writing about reception venues. By passing on your knowledge, you become the authority on the subject. That alone will place you above your competition in your reader's eyes. You've got to promote yourself in any way you can, and this is a really good thing to do. You're helping people. The next is niche down or niche down. You need to choose a niche or niche. I'm going to say niche from now on because that's way I feel comfortable, okay? You need to choose a niche and go deep. Most photographers, including me, start out trying to shoot everything and sell everything. Choosing one or two niches is the way to go because you need to have a different marketing plan for each niche, (laughs) for each niche, all right, for each niche, that's better. Trying to come up with one plan 
and offer weddings, portraits, sports and real estate just won't work. You need a different plan for each niche. So for each niche, (laughs) getting confused now. So pick a niche or niche and market the heck out of it. Go for it. Just try every which way you can and become an authority on that niche or niche. Okay, next is pay for advertising. Now, if you've been in the business for a few years, you can work out what the average sale amount is for each customer. That is how much you're going to pay for advertising to get a new customer. So let's say the average amount is $1,000. So over a year or two years, the average amount of money you got from your customers is $1,000. I don't think you should spend more than 5% of that amount, and that's $50 on advertising costs to get another new customer. So if you spend $250 a month on Facebook ads, you need to get five new customers from those ads. If you get more than five, that's great. If you get less, you need to look at your ad and give it a tweak, try something else. Once you get it set up properly, you can bring in as many new customers as you need. If you need more customers, put more money into the advertising. It's like turning a tap on. Before you started your business, if someone said to you, you could have five new customers every month that would bring in a total of $5,000 and your outlay would be $250. You would say, bring it on, I want it. It's a good deal. Spend $250 and bring in $5,000. If you're just starting out, you need to budget for advertising. Not straight away. Wait until you've got your prices up to where you want them. If you're undercharging, you can lose a lot of money. And I'm looking at you if you're still selling the files instead of products. You need to get your prices up. If you're just selling the files and you're getting $200, you're not making enough per customer to do any advertising and you're just not going to grow. So you need to sell products. So get your marketing set up and grow your business. Okay, that's all I've got for this episode. If you want to know how to use Photoshop, my course is still available. Go to photographysidehustle.com and there's a link there. Right, I'll be back next week. Talk to you soon. Bye.